yeah right instagram yeah the the most like vapid and uh and kind of like pointless social media or so i thought until suddenly theorygram like set off and then suddenly yeah that was a, happening that was really weird like all of a right. sudden it popped out of nowhere just like suddenly it was all open place wow yeah see when did you guys um when did you guys okay so one of you has like above 20k followers i believe bodyless yeah it's bodyless yeah yeah and oh, yeah. um when did you when did you pass 20k like that's kind of crazy for it uh, being like this crazy niche kind of thing or whatever you know what i mean like oh well i, I pretty much i think it was like two years prior because i've i've been around these little philosophy circles on instagram for three years now and then it 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 was it's like a dramatic decrease. I used to be at thirty five, but then I got accused of being a crypto fash, and then it just went crazy. So yeah, yeah hold up. So you so were at thirty five thousand. Yeah, I was at thirty five at my peak. Thirty five, and, I was, and then like, you lost I was getting like followers. Yeah, I lost them. I was getting oh sponsorship emails God. from people and shit like that, and just overnight. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not that caught up with all this shit, so it's, like, kind of funny. Wow, what the fuck? Because, like, we lose followers all the time. We're always, like, wondering, like, is this normal? Like, we shed followers. It's fucking crazy. What about yeah. you, Dank fucking, uh, you know, uh, you, uh, when did you pass 10K? That's a mile, that's a milestone. Yeah, actually, I, I passed 10K a while ago. That's been the funny thing for me. So I've, I've never I've never lost followers, followers really, but I hit 10K like a few months ago and it just plateaued from there. So I've got like, I don't know, 12 or 13 now. I, I, I haven't checked. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it just hit 10K and then it was like, I get two followers a day kind of thing. Uh, you, so, think that's, you think that's because that? of like um, Zuckerberg clamping down on quote unquote extremist um, material? I mean, maybe. I, I also think that, uh, you know, I, I'm also friends with a lot of these people that have been falsely accused of being like crypto fash or whatever. Okay, um, yeah. That's a big part of it, especially with the whole drama between uh, Beyond Woke and uh, uh, I, I'm not going to pull names into it. Uh, but <laughs> you, you guys know what's going on. You can. Um, I mean, yeah. uh, fuck it. I mean, I think we're going to have to end up talking about it. So fuck or whoever, whoever it is, everybody. Yeah. Talk about everybody. I, I, fuck them. Right. Fuck I mean, I mean, essentially, for 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 people that don't know, uh, what 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 continues to happen and what will continue to happen because it's just like a law of nature. It seems like uh, is that there are real Libby people who pose as like uh, uh, left ideologues uh, mm. and pick up on a lot of these uh, these like signifiers, and then anyone that like ends up. Uh, actually following through with any kind of transgressive or like far left politic or anything like that ends up getting accused of being something like a fascist uh, simply because of the fact that they're uh, they're not like an id poll liberal right mm. uh, which yeah. is hilarious it's extremely funny and that and like some some of us like to read people that are kind of fucking edgy and you should mm. you know like <laughs> if if you haven't read like Evola or Land or anything, uh, then you're not able to comment on Evola or Land, right? Like, yeah. you got to do it. Yeah. I think like, that's one of the worst parts about the fucking like the this like the the left right now is like yeah. fucking the book burning type fucking like oh you know uh, just like like um, literally like 
trying to say you cannot read these people you cannot post memes about these people like we will literally get together in a community and call you fascists call you names and right, fucking yeah. fuck your shit up just for fucking talking about certain people like i don't think that's helpful at all to think, you know yes. whatever leftist people whatever kind of leftist political bullshit these people think they're on it's really ridiculous. Like, I, I don't put a whole lot of, like, credence into this whole, like, oh, God, cancel culture, leftist book burning kind of shit. Like, I think that's that's both overblown and ignored, you know, at the same time. But but really, I mean, it's like, when you're dealing with a lot of these transgressive writers, number one, leftism should be transgressive. Like, it necessarily, yeah, it needs true. to be. Um, but, but also... If you're not gonna like pick up the signification and aesthetics and and all of these potential uh, you know ideological or or methodological weapons that are are being used by a lot of these authors or by anyone, like if you're not willing to use a tool, it's just gonna be tools that the far right uses. You know, like every every weapon that you don't choose to pick up is something a fascist is gonna pick up instead. Um, and so like saying, oh, we can't touch those authors just says, okay, cool. You just gave it to the right wing. Very exactly. good. Good job. Mm, it's very it much sucks. like a, a kind of like a, a school ground game. Of, like everyone's in these little clicks and like, you can't fuck with these people because they're so, they're X, Y, and Z and shit. It's very irritating and very, um, I'm not really sure how to describe it, but right. it's just a uh, childish, childish, in my opinion. For sure. For sure. It's childish and it's just, it's it leads to you being weak and ineffective. Like imagine going into like a, uh, you walk into a bar fight, everyone's stabbing one another and you're like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm beyond knives, you know? Yeah, I'm above I'm, that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, fine. Well, it looks like you're gonna get stabbed. Um, yeah, that's, people, uh, people take, like to take politics very, very seriously while not taking it seriously at all. Like it's, it's, you know, it's the most important thing in the world is uh, is performing politics. But as soon as you have to do anything that's like icky <laughs> or difficult or anything, people mm -hmm. love to ignore it. And, and, and that doesn't just apply to actual like, uh, you know, action. It also applies to all, all of the it applies to the performance itself, which is really, really funny. Yeah, and um, it is, you know, it's it's funny too, like, um, it is something to do with, like, kind of, like, clicks and um, little kind of, like, there's, like, these different, you know, think of it, I, mean, I always, like, look back when I, when I, um, when I, like, read, when I'm, like, reading uh, shit, you know, that happened in the 60s or in the 70s and shit about, like, you know, uh, like, France and, like, the Marxists and Fran in France or whatever, like, I'm always like, you know, you end up seeing there's always been like different kind of cliques and different kind of mm. like, like, um, like, you know, sections of different uh, kind of ideologies or whatever. But the internet really, um, the internet really like, I, I don't know if it intensifies, yeah, it like intensifies this. So it's like, it's, it seems that way. Yeah, right. Um, and it's like, a, like subcultural subcultural capital like subcultural fucking you know um so many niche what do they call it you know niche internet micro celebrities micro celebrities <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know like <laughs> you know fucking like uh what, what you know there's uh i see i think there's something about you know politics and this kind of like um this kind of group group you know grouping on the internet right now uh yeah but uh yeah like the whole crypto fascist thing 
and like Red Scare. Um, but you know, listen, you know, Red Scare, they're really, they're like pr- pretty popular. Like they have like, they have like yeah. girls that listen to them. Like they're super like libs. They have Black Lives Matter in their bio. You know what I mean? But they listen to Red Scare or like they'll, they'll they probably don't even listen to them. They just like post their merch or whatever, like, you know, like yeah. wearing their shit. But, you know, um, Red Scare is kind of, uh, came to like a level uh in society where like uh you know i'll see kind of like more normie type girls you know know about red scare and shit now um but yeah like what was the whole deal with beyond woke and moa ps5 and the whole crypto fascist thing what do you guys what, what, what do you guys think i don't even know man uh, like all, yeah all it's really I'm... really complicated right uh <laughs> I mean, all, all I know is that, like, I've, I've been friends with Mama, or not Mama, sorry. Uh, who's who? Crazy. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with uh, Beyond Woke for a long time, or at least, like, in internet terms, a long time. So, like, a couple of years. Um, and he's always been great. Like, uh, he's someone that I talk to about leftist politics with some frequency. And, uh, you know, he's extremely smart and uh, knows what he's talking about. And, uh, uh, yeah, so, I, I don't know. I've, I've always really enjoyed him. And I've never i mean there's absolutely no reason to believe that this guy's a fascist uh but yeah, then exactly. apparently some people end up looking at his stuff and i think there was some other there was something else that set this off like this didn't happen organically but no. uh but someone ended up seeing him post about like evola or or mishima or something and then suddenly it's like this motherfucker he's he's a straight up nazi and it's like was it no, like i think he no. posted dugin or some shit oh yeah he does that all yeah time too. He, he does no that but it, was that the thing that fucking set it off that was like moment ps5 was like on a story like oh man if you're posting dugin like beyond right. woke and the irony bro, yeah like, i remember i remember that okay it was like yeah. it was a whole re- reaction <laughs> against this whole um, fascist posture you know because I'm um, like, I don't know, because same thing will happen with like Bronze Age Pervert and like the Red Scare Girls reading Bronze Age Pervert. They're like, you guys are, um, what's the word they use? Is it platforming? Red Brown oh, yeah, Alliance? Yeah, right. Something like that. I don't know. Some uh, platforming. Yeah, alarm. because, yeah, like you're platforming someone. You're like, it's like, what, like remember back in the day when the, all those college kids were protesting Jordan Peterson saying that yeah. you're platforming like a fascist or something like that? Uh-huh. Right. It's a, right. It's it's the same kind of thing that that um was happening with Beyond Woke and problematic. They think that uh just because he's sharing like the, this this um their opinions or like he uses their their frameworks all of a sudden right. he's a crypto fash, and then it's just it it was it was all over Twitter as well. I'm not really sure if you guys are, are on Twitter, but yeah, it, it had it played out there as well. Really really weird. I avoid Twitter as much as I can, honestly. Like yeah. I, I post there occasionally when I'm like, ah, shit, this is a meme in my head, but I can't put it on a picture somehow. <laughs> so I'm just, I go lazy and I just post it on Twitter, but otherwise I leave it alone. That that place is scary to me. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I think Instagram is fucking scary too. Like at least oh, Twitter all is like, yeah. Twitter feels like I can breathe on that motherfucker. Yeah. Like I can like look and kind of just like be like, cause that's why I don't really post on there, but like on Instagram, I don't know. Instagram feels like so closed, like right. like insular. I can't like, ugh, like everybody fucking knows everybody. Like, <laughs> like I don't like, you know, it's fucking weird. For sure, for sure. But especially in theory, Graham. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Well, because like that that exploded so so quickly back in like early mid twenty twenty. Right. It just yeah. Just suddenly, I mean. 
the when when I came into it, it was uh, pretty much me and a couple larger pages, like larger at that point, which I think was like you know three to five thousand people. Um, and uh, and we were kind of talking. I know there was like other little philosophy, uh, you know, stuff going on in the other edges of it. But this is all I really knew about, and it was it was a place for me to post things so my friends would stop being irritated with me, because I used to just post on Maine all the time, <laughs> where it's just like, oh man, incomprehensible Deleuze talk, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Shut up, Dorian. I'm like, fine, I'll, I'll put it over here because like I I'm on the spectrum enough that I need to make these things, and so I'm like making them for an audience of zero, and then suddenly it like just blew up. No um, shit. And I, I think a big part of it was just that everyone was in lockdown. Um, oh, right. But, mm. but yeah, it just exploded out of nowhere. And then it was like, oh, I get like a thousand followers a month now. Um, mm. Yeah. And, it, and then it plateaued in that weird, weird way, which I do think, yeah, I think it's it's both this like hystericism around Red Brown Alliance stuff. And like me, me is something closer to like a, like a, a ANCOM or, or something at the very least. So you know, in, in this very different space, but still think like Dugan is hilarious. Um, and But yeah, I think it was a mix of that. And uh, yeah, I think Zuck uh, is definitely like clamping down. Um, yeah. Yeah. Social media is bad, Same, guys. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Same thing happened on Twitter um, yep. last year with like accelerationism Twitter and theory. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, everyone was reading land. It was just it's mostly just a bunch of teenagers just <laughs> quoting Fang you know? Oh but yeah, I had a bunch of people, yeah. you know, they're they, you know, if you look up like Nick Land on Google searches and they like, just like, they post like, those quotes and shit. Skyrocketed. That rules. <laughs> I love I love the idea of like a bunch of greasy like fifteen quoting land in their like high school like social studies class isn't that fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> that is that's mostly so what it is it's yeah, like I mean, think about it. are, are some of these are some of these kids really 15 on here oh, some of them dude. are actually 15 yeah wow yeah it's it's weird because theorygram seems to be split pretty neat down the middle where it's either people in like their late 20s uh and above or people who are like teenagers yeah and there's, right? that there's so like right? a healthy medium uh a little bit but that seems to be pretty thin <laughs> yeah yeah well that's the thing people that are into philosophy or politics in general you would think that they're like you know older you know or just like it's not like a, a young i the idea of it isn't like you know like oh tiktok brain like gen z like they're not going to be reading books or whatever you know I mean, um, that, that said, like, what, what do you want more is like a edgy, you know, 15 year old boy than to like be seen as smart and transgressive and like kind of scary in, in, in like a, in a way, I mean, may, maybe that's coming from me because I was like a goth kid Nietzschean, but like, yeah. if I, if I knew about Nick Land Same. when I was that age, like I would be all about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd have the posturing like a, is very cool. a tattoo at this point. Yeah, the posturing is super cool. Mm. <laughs> and but yeah, so I'm not surprised by this at all, even though it is like it's it's fucking weird. <laughs> um, because um yeah. grad grad students can't make memes, so that's why it's like the domain of children at this point. You're not <laughs> gonna get like PhD PhD in, in bio people making crazy um philosophy memes and if they I, do they kind of suck started yeah my, exactly. uh, my meme account when i was working on my masters okay wow that's uh, <laughs> perhaps like i'm a rarity maybe that's yeah. why you have longevity yeah you yeah you're like uh, one in a million 
But but to be to be fair, I think that like uh, the only reason that 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 was possible for me, and this may be jerking myself off a bit, but it was simply because of the fact that I was so aggravated by grad school, right? That it was such a closed system. It was so gross. Uh, like the the type of thinking was so sterile and like unaggressive, but also aggressively unaggressive. Uh, that I was like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta go post about stuff that they won't let me write my thesis on. And then I wrote my thesis on it anyway, but yeah, yeah. Anti-academia. Just like academia. A, yeah, isn't that, isn't that exactly what the whole Nick Land thing is about? Like, um, yeah. uh, what the whole reason why these kids are posting about it is because mm-hmm. uh, it's anti-academic in a sense. Yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, um, I, I, f- I forgot the terms, but it, oh, it, it yeah. just, it outsider just, academia, dark academia. <laughs> Yeah, it, it appeals to um, like self-taught people. So yeah, that's why. Because I I experienced the same. Because I started yeah. my well, I started my account like right uh, in the middle of my undergraduate, and I'm currently working uh, through grad school right now. And you can tell a, a difference in the quality of stuff that's being posted. A lot of the times, it's just the old same old memes that filter their way down from like oh, 4chan yeah. and stuff. And uh, you have the situation now where I guess everyone's kind of running out of content because they've used the same old jokes over and over. Right. So they're moving on to different things, I think. And that is a lack of creativity and uh, no confidence whatsoever. Do you remember the, uh, I mean, it's still around, obviously, but it's it's transmuted uh, for sure. But the, uh, excuse me, like the, the fake gang explosion. Okay, yeah. 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 That was. Yeah, what is the, that? That was a dark period, man. Yeah, uh, kind of r word. So. Yeah, for sure. So, so the the way that it started um, from from my uh, point of view was that we had fake Baudrillard, and folk, fake Baudrillard made sense because that's the whole joke is that he's a simulacrum of Baudrillard, right? Very funny, yeah. hilarious. Uh, and so it should have ended there, like it should have just been that one joke. Uh, and then one guy made fake Nietzsche, and like he got relatively big, and then. Uh, like a couple months pass and suddenly everyone makes a fake this or that philosopher joke and and the, the or not joke but page but the funny thing to me about it is that this all cascades off of them not understanding the fake Baudrillard joke like it yeah. has to be because like what does what does fake Agamben mean it doesn't there's no joke what does in fake that. mean Right. Oh God. Yeah. Don't talk about that guy on here. <laughs> I, I. We'll talk about Mo PS Five. We'll talk about Mo PS Five because one, he has like a significant following, and he actually <laughs> comes for me all the time. So it's like, okay, cool, we'll play oh, really? that game. But oh, why waste your time? Is dude? such a such like a no one. He's like, don't even bring him up. Like he literally is like so nothing. Don't even acknowledge him. <laughs> don't yeah. even acknowledge him. He's obsessed with me, but oh my god! <laughs> yeah, the but the the whole fake gang thing, and there there have been a couple that like in the end. Well, I'm saying this, but I can't think of any. But there there there, there have been a couple I know that I saw their pages, and I was like, okay, this is cool, this is fine. Uh, but yeah. there's so few and far between. Uh, and and you know, I I have to say it again. I have to say it for like the third or fourth time. The if you made a fake blank account, it's either because you were out of the loop and like popped into it which is whatever <laughs> fine like you don't have to be like an insider in this stupid online community yeah uh, right. or 
or you were in it, you were an insider and you're illiterate enough that you didn't understand the original joke. <laughs> <laughs> it pisses me, it drives me crazy. I don't know why it pisses me off so much. Oh, yeah, it's, it's nuts. Um, but Some yeah, of them really of, jumped a horse on that one. They did, they did. Yeah. Um, I'm sure some, I, I don't know, there's some other fake account that would work like with a similar, but then it's just doing the same joke again. See, that's the problem with memes too, right? Is that it's, yeah, you can, you can try your best to make a new joke, but the, one of the things about memes is that it's like this, this hilarious or not funny at all, like uh, Deleuze Quaterian difference in repetition joke where all of them are different because they're the same and they're all the same because they're different. It's just kind they of- They reference this, one another. Right, there's slight transmutations of one another mm. that are related and only funny because they are the same as one another. Um, and like, that's how you make something based, right? You make something based because it is just similar enough to get the reference, but new enough that it, it somehow denies that reference. Um, you're, other, you're bridging yeah. meme culture down to like an art form at this point, like a- Right. It, it, technically, it is an art form, but you, you're, you're articulating it better than most, I guess. Yeah, well, so uh, uh, I, I got to pitch this, but uh, with foreign object, object with a K, uh, they do, they, they brought on like Ray Brazzer and like all these different people, but they're, uh, uh, they just do these little uh, panels about philosophy and they're on Instagram and they're on, you know, all the other shit. Um, but, uh, but I did a panel with them along with, uh, Deleuze and Dragons, uh, and Beyond Woke, and, uh, uh, yeah, uh, God, there was one other person, I feel so bad that I forget who it was. No, it was just us. It was just us and the, the, the moderator, okay. Uh, but it was about philosophy and memes, uh, and we did that for, for two sessions, so it was like six, seven hours of us talking about, like, the philosophy of memes, um, and so, which I hate, honestly, like, I think it's, I think memes are, um, obviously I make them a lot, uh, but I, I don't like talking about them that much. But finally, we, we got to a point during that, like, that panel that I finally broke down a little bit and started taking it seriously and like really thinking through it. And so there is like, there's definitely something to be said there. Uh, and something to be picked apart that is really interesting. Uh, but also maybe we should make uh, less memes and do other stuff like writing or maybe reading. That would be a good idea for some people to do. Oh my God. Uh, That's a good point, yeah. No one's <laughs> reading. This is what my friend um, Perfume Jack was talking about. It's just like, dude. Oh shit, you're no friends one... with them? All right. Oh yeah, oh. We, had, we had them on. Um, like a few episodes ago right I, I i recall hearing about this yeah all right but Sorry. Um, yeah no he's the shit man and fucking he is spot on about a lot of shit and that was one thing was just like he I, I think he was like yeah i could just tell by these people's tweets like these people are they not reading read. these yeah. people are not reading like they're this not using literacy. their fucking brain enough every day yeah yeah besides scrolling, like working <laughs> going to work and fucking being on your phone at work and then coming home and then sitting on Twitter or being on your phone or Instagram at home. Like, miserable existence. Mm. That's because reading is fucking boring. Why it is that? fucking boring, <laughs> honestly. You can make a meme and post that and get some hoes in your DMs. Get some hoes in your DMs. <laughs> 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 
dude yeah. well, well that's what i was gonna ask you guys is what how what's the meme process been been lately you know and um i wanted to ask also like what do you guys feel about male leftists well i mean fucking male leftists male fucking uh feminists same thing male leftist feminists people that try very hard to be like male mm. feminist leftists kind of like uh moment ps5 he's really goes hard in the uh in that department sometimes he's a good example yeah i but, mean um, like performative tryhards of like any breed just kind of suck so i i, I wouldn't yeah. even necessarily like say oh male leftists those guys suck not leftists male or, no, sorry male feminists that's yeah. what i meant to say i mean either one they both suck i know yeah uh, but, right um, <laughs> but like it's the same thing yeah but also, you know, I'm 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 older than most of Theory Graham, I would say. Like I'm I'm in my early thirties, um, and so I'm coming from a space where it's just like, oh, okay. Well, you know, when when I was referring to myself as a feminist when I was growing up, like I think that it kind of meant something else and was less performative. It was just like, True. you know. And so and so I don't I don't really have any hard feelings towards anyone that's in that kind of space. And like I do think that it's important to put focus into, you know, things like some some form of feminism. Like I think it's it's legitimate and interesting. And there's a lot of like great theory written around that. Of course. But I do think that like, yeah, the, the whole try hard, hyper performative it bull stuff is pointless and a little repulsive <laughs> and yeah. like yeah it's it's really like a lot of people are just doing it to get laid like that's obviously what's happening and that's always been the case right like if it's always in any case. kind of like activism <laughs> there's always one guy that's there just for pussy right yeah more power um, than them yeah yeah um, <laughs> but yeah i mean that's 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 my take I well guess. you know if you read lacan honestly i think you start to realize that that's what all of this is about oh yeah what all yeah. of fucking <laughs> politics is all this shit is about like it all just boils down to yeah. i mean yeah if, yeah if you read if you read like lacan <laughs> and uh and kierkegaard like side by side uh it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing but honestly i i really enjoyed it that's it was something that was really useful for this uh seminar that i teach uh, a shout out to my seminar and I'll pitch it later. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, um, yeah. Reading Lacan and Kierkegaard back to back. Okay. I, I just got a warning up on the screen. Um, but yeah, we'll remove the 40 minute time limit of your group. Me. What the fuck is that about? Uh, looks like someone paid to make this longer. <laughs> oh, nice. But, um, yeah. So, so anyway, Kierkegaard and Lacan side by side right, and you, you realize that like, <laughs> everything kind of boils down and of course it's way more complicated than this is like i think two of us here are at least like nominally delizians um but uh uh you see that it boils down to desire and despair right and that they're both they're both uh they both center on a confusion about what identity is uh and so one of these one of these parts of you is trying to predicate identity based upon past experiences and is worried that it is that you are too much a uh, product of these experiences uh, on the kind of Lacanian side. And then on the other side, there's this ultimate despair at knowing that you can never know yourself and that you will never have an identity. Uh, and, and so both sides of this kind of put you together. The only reason I bring this up is that those are like the two sides of like a, a young man desperately trying to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there you go. There you go. That is really, that is fucking really fucking accurate. Yeah, I know. And Kierkegaard, I fucking, I loved reading Kierkegaard. Uh, I like read him maybe, it was a while ago, maybe a few years ago, but 
And that's really interesting because I think when I was looking at Kierkegaard, I was also one of my heavy times where I was really heavily reading in Lacan. But I want to talk about my experience with Deleuze and Guattari um, real quick. Fucking so I was really into them. Okay, so I get into like leftist fucking kind of theory shit. I'm all self-taught. So I get get into all this shit on the internet just fucking around, right? Like fucking 2016 or some shit. Um, you know, when the Trump shit, you know, a lot of people kind of really got more into politics and more into just yep. all the internet bullshit 2016, you know, like fucking, if you guys have read Angela Nagel's book, uh, Kill All Normies. Kill All Normies. Yeah. See, that, dude, was, that was a huge, like, yeah. I think that came out 2017, 2017, 2017. Yeah. yeah holy fucking yeah, shit. That feels, like that, history, right? yeah. that feels like ancient history, bro. Right. It feels like ancient history now, but anyway, fucking, uh, what was I saying? Got, um, uh, Everyone got into politics around that time, you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking just, I like, Angela Nagel's Fuck Kill All Normies was, like, big for me. And just, like, fucking, um, uh, uh. So, yeah, I'm getting into, like, the losing Atari and shit. Yeah, so I'm getting into the leftist bullshit. And then I'm, like, and then sometime in, like, you know, 2020 or whatever, I, I start to, like, get really disillusioned with fucking with politics in general, with Bernie Sanders and shit, right. I started to get disillusioned with all this leftist horseshit. Anything that was leftist, if any leftist was saying anything about Deleuze or, or like if any leftist, like anything leftists were talking about, I was like, this is all horseshit. So Deleuze was fucking, Deleuze and Guitar got thrown in there. And then I'm like, okay, hold up. Let me re-examine this. And this is recently, I guess. So this is in the last year. I'm like, hold up, you know, I actually think Foucault and like Deleuze and Atari could be read in a way that actually, if they were, to, you know, if you really read them, if you really read them a certain way, you'd actually realize like their opinions and shit is more and shit they're talking about is more like, um, you know, it, it, it would be again, like it would be, it's super anti-leftist, if you know what I mean. I mean, it's, some it's of us certainly... are still Marxist, you know. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's a leftism that escapes politics in a lot of ways, mm. um, and it's like it's it's important to to note I think that ev- even from like an explicitly Marxian uh, space that Deleuze and Guattari, or at least Deleuze, is like a pure metaphysician, right? Like we're we're talking about metaphysics, which innately can't necessarily be politicized uh, until you put it into that Marxian lens, uh, because the Marxian lens ends up bringing us into this whole kind of deterministic uh quality that, that that comes with you know material um but but if you choose not to subscribe to this marxian uh, uh kind of school of thought then you can just read deleuze's metaphysics uh and it it, it predates any kind of politics so i mean i don't know i i i feel like i feel like you can use deleuze you know, that's a really good point regardless of your politics yeah which is why we have yeah, I mean, things like uh, Landians. Yeah, we have like um, uh, Justin Murphy and uh, Base Tales, oh, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I have uh, not okay, read I guess that book yet. I mean, you know, I read a book. Yeah. Yeah, the, the it's it's the some the reactionary leftism of uh, Shield Deleuze. Yeah. Um, it was really popular uh, again on Acceler- Accelerationist Twitter, as was a lot of Deleuze Guitarian thought, but uh. Yeah, I guess it just speaks to the pra- pragmatic element that is in, in, in inherent in the, uh, their entire framework. I guess you know, because it's always about from the gra- from from the from the ground up, rather from uh, above from what that above is coming down. You can apply mm. that to anything, which is which is what makes it mm. 
very problematic i think for a lot of people because like um if you can just go willy-nilly on some shit then what's the value in, in it when you can just revert back to your your whole orthodox traditions exactly that's what, that's what yeah that's what i count that's what i garnered from it for sure um Sorry, every time I think about Justin Murphy, I just get dragged back into thinking about his Bataille seminars. What a oh, yeah. I, did you, was. what did you think of those? Because I never watched them. I just saw him tweeting about it all the time, but I never actually got into it. Were they that I, bad? I mean, I, I never went to the seminars themselves, but the takes that I saw from him and people that did attend them, uh, they were pretty fucking bad. Um, like just just what Justin Murphy has bad takes. I'll say that. Or he, he I, I think I've seen him have a, a few pretty bad takes. I mean, just, right. just like one one like neat example is is and, and on top of it is like fifteen hundred dollars for this thing. Like no, Wait, hold up, yeah. what? Yeah, was it, it was, that? Fuck. Yep. One and you a half. To, you have to spend. You have to spend fifteen hundred. You have to give him fifteen hundred dollars to attend his seminar. Yeah, for him to I tell you the wrong. I thought it was free on YouTube. Uh, there may have been a free version or something, oh, but no, yeah, Christ. yeah. Look it on Get up. the it's, fuck uh, out of here. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know that he <laughs> no gave way. out the syllabus for free and stuff, but yeah. So it's, Hondo. Yeah, but That's pretty uh, funny. But what, nice. One of the one of the takes that like I can't, I just can never stop thinking about is that he said that Bataille was unable to feel disgust, and that is like the most brainlit take on Bataille I could think of. <laughs> And it's the it's the first thought that you would have if you knew about like Bataille's Wikipedia page. Okay, exactly. That's exactly. what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah, right. On his Wikipedia level type shit. Yeah, it's just like you you know that you need to be able to feel things like disgust or pity or shame or things like maybe not shame, but uh, disgust, pity, ecstasy, agony in order to have something like a limit experience, right? And so this idea or or like. He's not writing something like the story of the eye because it doesn't make him more disgust him. It's because it does. The entire point is that he has these affects. It's just, oh my God, it's mind blowing to me. But sorry. So every time, every time Justin Murphy gets brought up, like I go into like a, uh, uh, like a daze. <laughs> Good fury. No, yeah, yeah, that's great too, because I've been wanting to do like a real philosophy heavy, like, cause I always feel like, goddamn, I've read all this philosophy over the last like, five years like for nothing <laughs> like i'd rarely talk about <laughs> philosophy or like barely anybody knows me about being like a real philosophy person right i mean i'll uh, i i will say and I'll, I'll i'll pitch it right now because it's free if you want um but i do i do a seminar uh that's kind of focused on writing but we do bring in theory each session uh every saturday at 11 a.m pst and there is a, uh, there's a requested donation, but you don't have to pay anything. Uh, and my takes are not as bad as Justin's. Okay, I don't think it's for, possible so, for yeah, we have, as bad takes. We're going we're gonna to have a lot of people. I literally bet you're going to have like, literally a, yeah. a, a, a good handful of people that are going to go. Yeah, DM me. Ever, DM uh, me. At, from, uh, uh, yeah, plug your shit. Yeah. And then we'll, yeah, have yeah, yeah. we'll have it in the description, too. We'll have it in the description, too. Perfect. So. Yeah, just DM me at Dank Deleuze or go to patreon.com slash T-R-U-N-C-A-T-A, Trincata. Uh, and uh, like I said, like it's paid on there, but if you don't want to or can't afford to pay, just let me know and I'll, I'll set you up. It's fine. I have a day job. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah how is what what's the what's the balance like with uh because you know people really say that you know it's a notorious thing that people try to really frame it as with being a uh a what uh, someone who has an instagram account a memer or whatever i hate that term or whatever but, you know i don't ever, ever don't ever want to call anyone that that slur a memer but uh <laughs> but uh fucking uh or a theory grammar but um uh we all are i guess but uh they think that people are always like oh how do you have the time to run this page or whatever like how do you guys deal with that do you guys are you guys on it a lot or what yeah uh yeah well no i i yeah i i go on uh i'm i i i work and i'm in school for pretty much most of my time so like when i have a break in between i just read through some of the um i just go online and i guess fuck around for a little bit it's not it's not that as time consuming as people make it out to be sometimes that's what i'm trying to say yeah yeah like Like, a lot of the times you can get swamped you can get caught up in these you can definitely get caught up into it and i will admit i know a lot of these people that run these accounts and yes they are literally like 20 something year olds that (laughs) you know they kind of um you know i'm pretty sure their parents can really like you know like they kind of like you know, they have time to really fuck around and like, they don't have jobs yeah. or whatever. Like they kind of yeah. are just living off their parents. I'm pretty sure. Like, I really don't like a lot of these people. That's why I love when I meet cool people, like y'all fucking just, or anyone I have on like fucking, um, that's what I like to fucking about the thing is that about the podcast is that's a way to just fucking, you know, talk to fucking cool people. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like any kind of uh, subculture of nerds right is that you have generally speaking it's a whole bunch of like people that you would never want to talk to and like don't bathe and are just unbearable to interact with and very rarely you find some fucking cool people yeah because uh sadly uh nerd shit is just really fucking fun (laughs) like uh reading is cool i don't know I, i don't know what to tell you like if you're having difficulty reading you should probably do it more and get into a habit of it but if you don't if you don't enjoy reading, then you don't enjoy reading. Don't do it. I don't know. Um, but um, but no, yeah, yeah. You asked about like the meme making process, so I'm gonna kind of like combine those two questions. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, I work from home anyway, uh, so yeah. it doesn't really preclude me from doing a whole lot of you know uh, fucking around on Instagram. But it also doesn't take any time to make a meme. First off, like it's a thirty second thing. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, especially if you're good at it. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing and it like, right, if you're doing it right, it takes fucking thirty seconds. If you're spending yeah, any longer I, than that, then quit making the meme. <laughs> right, like, know, like occasionally I'll like make a masterpiece and it'll get like a hundred likes and I'll be like, oh, why do I do this? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but but otherwise it's like I have this big old folder of like PNGs that I've made over time and it's like oh I slapped a face on a picture and then I put some text done. Mm. Uh, but like. Yeah, there's no, it's not a time consuming thing, but also the, the, the process that I would suggest any theory grammar do, <laughs> because work for me uh, is that you, you pick up a book, sorry to keep harping on this, but I think it's important. You pick up a Sit book and, read it. and you read it. Uh, yeah. And, but, but the way that you make memes off of that is that as you understand or have questions about a concept, you make a meme about that and then you keep reading Done. that's that's a valid point but then don't <laughs> do you ever get like those one or two people who like uh word salad there's like a very <laughs> oh, yeah. those people, God, they're like 
too many words, mucho texto. That type of shit is so annoying. Yeah, and it it's it's. Are you unironically hating on intellectual inquiry, or is it, I'm not really sure how it works. But do you ever get that? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 My DMs are a nightmare. <laughs> it's right. It's it hurts. it's just a it's... a deluge of mucho texto, 9/11 memes, and nudes. Um, no, no one sends me. Nice. Uh, I mean, there well, are, you know, you know there are the girls that are into the fucking, uh, you know, the uh, theory. No, for sure. Philosopher guy shit, man. I mean, you'd be, I mean, people would be surprised, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, a, a, another, another bit of advice to theory grammars and to people in general, because there's always like such weird drama around like, you know, the internet is full of people that sexually harass people, you know, yeah. like, so the, what what seems to be the best way to uh, to garner the attention of the opposite or the same sex, depending on what you're into, is to uh, uh, talk to them and and listen to their ideas. Yes, you know? I was just talking about this two episodes ago. <laughs> I was like giving my because we were talking about. Well, well, we're not going to get into what we we're talking about. We were just talking about. Well, we were talking about some drama shit, and I was like, okay, yeah. well, look, this is not how you go about it, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> like I was giving them an example, like of talking about. Okay, look do not do this you know what i mean like yeah internet poon hounds are fucking terrifying man dude. it's really gross and it's like that's another <laughs> thing too is i always have to repeat if she's not following you do not her message alone. her yeah leave yeah. her alone yeah. leave her yeah. alone mm, leave her alone yeah if but she liked one of my memes if she's following <laughs> you that's kind of an invitation to like okay you can like hit her up you know but don't just straight up say oh can i suck on your titties <laughs> Oh, yeah, wow. we got to we got to get back to him. Yeah, he's back. Fuck. He's back. Oh, Momo. Why? Full circle. Full circle. That's so bad. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Shit. Um, was that was that like was that actually oh, yeah. like a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That he, was uh, if I yeah. fly out to LA, can I suck on your teddies? I think was the quote. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> See, I, I, I'm so out of the loop with these. I'm so out of loop because I, I wouldn't exactly consider myself as part of that community, so I have no That's idea what's good, happening. Man. I, mean, I, I like try not to either, but yeah. I, but like people know that like I'm friends with him or that I used to be friends with him and that he talks shit on me. So like I kind of he's like blocking <laughs> me from viewing his story. He's such a but anyway. Not yeah. I don't want to get into that. I think, much, but yeah, I, I'm still mutuals at the moment. I'm not really sure how, but no, yeah. we follow each other still. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like we still follow each other, but he just talks shit on me all the fucking time on his fucking story. You know, he blocks me, so I don't see it on his story. But uh, yeah. But, he, who knows? He might block all of us too, after. But like, yeah. Oh yeah. no, he's gonna be talking so much shit on us about if he, you know, uh, if Which he is, finds out. Uh, he's like, these crypto so fascists are talking shit about me behind my back. Yeah, I've literally just, never I, yeah. interacted with the man. Not once in my life have I. See, he he with came him on my anyway. podcast before, but a while ago. Oh, yeah? yeah, dude. It's on like fucking our, our our YouTube. Like we we haven't put it on like um our like apple podcast and everything like it's like an old youtube one like when we very first started and we were kind of still figuring out like who the hosts were going to be and still fucking around like yeah we had moment ps5 on and we talked about identity politics and how identity politics was bullshit he came on and was like oh yeah identity politics is stupid da, 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 da. you know super cool super base yeah. and it's like yeah moment ps5 dope 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 that's why i fuck with you and then out of nowhere because this was like during the black lives matter shit but then out of nowhere you got as you guys probably know he does the 180 or whatever um you know and fucking like just starts being an asshole to me and 
all my friends. I don't fucking know yeah. what the fuck. It was so well, weird. It's just, it's just de- defense, right? Like it's people gang up on him and he, you know, puts yeah, up his and I don't know why he comes um, for me. I've never really, I never came for him or said anything about the motherfucker until yeah. he started talking about me. But, um, <laughs> fuck, what was I about to say? I was about to say something. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were you, talking you were about, talking about because, sucking on titties. Yeah, the sucking on yeah. titties. That's why we brought him <laughs> up, fucking. But anyway, <laughs> bruh. God, yeah, it's what a funny fucking bastard. That's another one of the funny things, and and we're gonna see this in like coming years, and we're already seeing it now. Like it is not really a prediction; it's just an observation. But you know, you all 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 of the same people that are really into the uh, the now cringe id poll stuff that everyone was in love with back in like 2015. Um, they're you're going to see all these people all all saying, you know, it pulls trash, all that shit now, uh, while not believing it in any way, shape, or form. And they'll revert whenever they're, you know, given the opportunity to. I mean, that's, it's, that's, the, that's the disheartening thing about this is that people will say anything to agree with you uh, until enough people... You do anything for clout. Right. It's all for clout. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's just, it's exhausting. And and I, again, don't put a whole lot of credence into the whole, like, cancel culture hysteria shit in either direction. But, damn, it would be nice if we could just, like, fucking disagree with one another. Like, disagreeing with someone's fun. Yeah, right. right? And it doesn't have to be a fight either. It's just, you know, oh, shit, you and I disagree about, like, fucking how deterritorialization works? Crazy. Let's, let's chat about that. I don't know. It's not, I, I, my mind is constantly blown by this stuff. And, and it, it comes from a place where like, you know, this shit is serious and it's serious enough to like get angry about uh, quite a lot mm-hmm. of it. Right. I mean, that's what politics is, is it's, it's whatever we've deemed important enough to get angry about. But, uh, but that shouldn't like stop the conversation either. Like, I don't know. I also like being angry. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm just talking out of my ass at this point, but it's all no. very frustrating. There's serious disagreements. Like what would the example you just mentioned, uh, there was like this one poster on Twitter who was like posted a, something about land not considering deterritorialization and then a huge Twitter storm broke up out of that. And then I managed to butt in at some point and saying, hey, this is what Mark Fisher said about land, not considering deterritorialization, blah, blah, blah. And then I got blocked and I like, I thought it was a civil <laughs> dis- discussion, not like an actual thing for you to go out of your way to silence me, I think. I, it's, it's, it's so weird because you can't really tell uh, someone's tone from the yeah. type. so. Yeah. And like, I've, so, I've definitely been on like, I because everyone has like on the defensive end where it's just like oh this guy's just he's 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 saying some kind of criticism just to be a dick um and so yeah it is all you know it is always really difficult on the internet to like sort through that stuff but yeah I don't know man it's I I, I try I try my hardest to just like allow people to uh to like drag me into these conversations um and like uh be generous with it you know like be willing to talk to someone if they want to talk to me and like i'm constantly answering questions in my dms that uh, some of them are really oh, are you? and interesting i am i am and i shouldn't Shit. do it 
Um, I'm mentoring slurs in my DMs. In this <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's bad. Dude, yeah, I, I can imagine. Um, and, like, I do get a lot of hate stuff sent in, of course. But but that's – I'm, I'm in this, like, awful loop all the time where I start answering someone's questions. And sometimes they're well-meaning, and it's like, oh, okay, great. Now I've, like, made a little internet friend. And, you know, I've maybe clarified some things. Or maybe they've clarified some things for me that I wasn't, like, quite thinking through correctly. Um, or they like offered me readings or something. It's awesome. And yeah, I love that. it totally is. It, it, see, we I talk so much shit on it, right? But it's totally uh, fucking cool for like meeting cool people. Like, you right? Like, you totally like, but it, it's like fishing for fucking gold. Like, you go through a yeah, lot of exactly. bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because I get so much of the shit on the opposite end, where it's just like someone. Oh God, I I got I got some kind of uh, message like oh god i don't even remember how long ago it was like a week ago probably and this guy just sends me a message on like a totally uh unrelated philosopher from like this old story post that i had on my page from like a year ago (laughs) and and he sends this to me saying like i'm starting to question if you've ever read aristotle and it's like (laughs) okay cool (laughs) and i get shit like that all the time it's like bro (laughs) what (laughs) It's like know. it's a dick measuring contest. Like, yeah. you've never read so and so and so. It's annoying. And and I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I have not read much Aristotle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like to, like, who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah who gives yeah, a shit? Yeah, man, it drives me nuts. Um, you know, it's really interesting the differences between your guys' accounts. Um, uh, like bodyless organs. Your account. Um, it is uh, i'm looking at it right now and um it's a lot more it's a lot more provocative right i would say <laughs> yeah but, I, st- I started reading poglia and i'm like I just oh wanted, yeah I when did you start reading poglia uh, i started like um i think it was around february this year you know i just i was just i don't know i think um the girls mentioned the girls it was on uh you know what i'm talking about and then dasha mentioned it and i'm oh, like red scare. this pogla person sounds interesting so i picked up a uh, sexual persona and then i went through that then i picked up sex art in american culture and i'm like huh i could really start some shit if i just post some of these quotes <laughs> and uh yeah, pretty very... much took off. yeah um you know what because that's really you know like okay so yeah so that's like what the the linking thing here between you and like the red scare ideologically is pog polia yeah how do you pronounce her last name man how do you pronounce her name i I pronounce it polia like the g is kind of soft polia yeah or poglia whatever whatever i had on bimbo ubermensch and (laughs) i uh i like (laughs) i tried i don't really like like okay like i just have no idea how to pronounce this shit like i don't no one in my real life i only read these people's names <laughs> i never hear yeah, anyone in my right. real life like fucking pronounce them so like i'm like okay so but anyway i had like a whole we talked about her for like <laughs> for like 10 minutes but like i took all of it out because i just butchered her name so badly <laughs> i was just like fuck this i'm editing this out like <laughs> no one knows that but that's fine um uh but yeah fucking dank uh your your account dank to lose it's you know fucking um it's uh it's a lot more it, it's a lot more like theory theory heavy fucking um and uh 
it like you know people would say it's probably more niche yeah probably you know (laughs) like more fucking you know uh you have to be more into it the fucking um to, uh, you could just say it's incomprehensible. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah. I get a lot of it. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, no, you can tell this is like someone Someone knows this stuff. Yeah, exactly. That That's the impression I get. Oh, babies. <laughs> <laughs> and you it make all sweet. these yourself. You guys make, you, you, you make all these yourself. For sure, yeah. Every single one. Yeah, if I, I sometimes I'll make something with someone, uh, but yeah, that's that's as non OC as it gets. That is actually, I will give you credit, man. I'll give people credit like that. If you can have an account where it's purely your own shit and you have fucking fourteen thousand fucking followers, I can give you credit for that. Like, goddamn, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, just people just like because they're into like okay tucker carlson fucking courtesy arvin <laughs> like what is <laughs> like okay like oh like okay did you guys did you guys see that interview by the way and i will cheers oh you my god it was beer. so weird it i have like not weird, yeah. i have not got to watch it yet but but i can uh, i can send it to you it's behind a uh, paywall but uh, oh, yeah, okay I'll, I'll the tucker carlson courtesy arvin interview mm-hmm. yes please send it Dude, to me fucking I mean, it's wild like, and, like, it's boring, like a weird overlap you know yeah yeah it's like yeah how like um uh people like white house staffers reading bronze age bronze age mindset (laughs) and now all of a sudden you have fucking mold bug (laughs) on tucker carlson it's 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 so weird to fight like when worlds align but like yeah it's crazy it's like some kind of remnant of like the trump administration right that's what that's what it seems to me see trump came in and just fucked shit up dude culturally just came in and just like like meme shit went nuts philosophy <laughs> shit went nuts fucking nick land see i i think nick land wouldn't be anything today if it wasn't for trump like trump like it certainly helped <laughs> yeah yeah it certainly helped right yeah um but yeah i'm mean, a red city plant riding on drugs yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. a while ago dude, but... i fucking love that book dude i'm rereading it again yeah uh, and i'm just like whoa like I miss so much shit reading it the first time, and it's just so, like, I don't know. I fucking love it. It's, it's, um, yeah, and I'm, it's I'm into all the whole CCRU, isn't, you know, uh, you know, Mark Fisher fucking, I used to be a lot yeah. more into Mark Fisher, but goddamn, has he been appropriated in the gay <laughs> fucking reality? Yeah. Shit. He kind of self appropriated oh. as well. Like, he's a little, he's kind of flaccid in a lot of ways, uh, like to begin with, but it's so much worse. Um, yeah. He's not as divisive as his um, um colleagues from the no the research unit. No, he's more he's yeah. more he's, he's more tame. I think. Oh, absolutely, and yeah. and I I do think uh, to kind of uh, link it back uh, to to uh, writing on drugs. I mean, people do not. I mean, they don't meme her enough for sure. But but people that's, don't that's give true. like Sadie oh yeah, Sadie the Plant credit she deserves. No, you know? not actually, at um, all, dude. Good, yes. What about for like the whole gender acceleration of thing? I'm pretty sure. Uh, like, in the, have you did you read the black paper from Nick Sland? Sadie I, Plant is referenced in. in, I, in I still paper. have not read the uh, gender accelerationist manifesto. This uh, it's it's about. fine. You don't need, yeah that one. Yeah. The, the you don't need to read that. It's fine. People keep pushing it on me, and like yeah, I feel like it should. What's it about? What's this about? <clears throat> uh, Nick Sland. Uh, Nick Sland is this a different fucking? Person yeah, in Nick it's a different, different thing. Nix. Uh, X is it two X's? Yeah, at, 
NYX something. Oh, NYX, okay. NYX, this is some yeah. person Next. on Twitter that has like anime profile pictures or something. <laughs> I think so. I think she left Twitter because of like the hate she was getting. But yeah, she was very big. And then she wrote a paper on gender yeah, accelerationism. Yeah, see, because I was, and, yeah. I, I watched this little like this Nick Land, this fucking accelerationism shit happen or whatever. So like I, I, I read a little bit of like I used to follow them on Twitter. Um, but uh, I don't really know much that much about. It. Yeah, well, it pretty much died down. Ah, uh. yeah, it pretty much died down. But yeah, like um, just to bring it back to Sadie Plant. Sadie Plant uh, was mentioned in that paper a lot. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, just in in some circles, she is, I guess, appreciated, but uh, mostly generally left out of the picture. But like, that's just generally the trend with uh, women philosophers as it, as it stands. For sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I still view her as like part of the CCRU Trinity, right? Yeah. Right. Um, Definitely. But yeah, it's it's convenient how how often she's yeah left out. Uh, with with how extremely popular the the other two are, uh, at least to meme. <laughs> um, no, it, it definitely makes sense. Like a lot of the the memes are Land Fisher, maybe Reza, but uh, oh yeah, mostly sure. Land Fisher and uh, maybe Code Nine a bit. But Code Nine also not not as much. But yeah, not no nearly, more. not nearly. I mean, Mark Fisher, like, and I honestly think I am uh, uh, responsible for kind of the the, the Mark Fisher boom. Um, is what I call it single-handedly I mean I honestly if I had yeah. like investment into that shit if I was some kind of stock uh, thing I would literally be a goddamn millionaire right now <clears throat> um, if it was some kind of nft thing or whatever um but you know the you real do, uh... og the real og people they know that the people that really have like watched shit go on like and have like kind of known about shit behind the scenes or whatever real heady motherfuckers like they know didn't you do a whole thing with like Citarella about uh Fisher Mm, me that, and Josh had right? a podcast together. Yeah, didn't you talk about Fisher quite a lot in that? I, uh, I remember I listened to that one. But... Like, yeah, like we talked about him yeah. in there, of course, but I used it as like a um a clickbait kind of title. <laughs> oh, okay, I mean, okay, that's like, that's what's happening. Mark in my Fisher, head. you know, and he's like big in the thumbnail or whatever. We talk about him for like five minutes, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, like, yeah, th- thumbnails and uh, and titles are fucking mind viruses, man. They're they stick with you in a nasty way. Yeah, I mean, that's right. like such a brain fart, like shower thought thing to say, but it's <laughs> true. Though. Yeah. Like it's, it, it it's uh, kind of scary that that's the part of the podcast that I remembered was just like the thumbnail you put up. <laughs> it's like the picture of Mark Fisher. But right. Distance. Didn't, didn't, uh, didn't Citarella have some kind of like falling from grace or something or yes. people just tired with him? What, what happened yes. with that? I, okay. I don't we can, we can get into stuff. that. We can get into that. Um, sorry, Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to be like, yeah, we were cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, <laughs> he unfollows me at certain, at certain points Uh-oh. in all this mess. Right. Um, so I think he's always, I don't know. See, this is what I was like. I don't know if people like came to him and harassed him out of unfollowing me. Or if he was just being like weird and like, oh, I don't want to follow him anymore. Like he's a, you know, or I don't know what he fucking is on or whatever. But um, he um, yeah, we used to be cool. He came on my, he's one of my first guests on my fucking podcast. He really helped me out um, um, in in certain ways, you know, putting me on and shit, like shouting me out on Instagram and shit when I was first starting. Um, so you know, 
Shout out to him, but fucking oh, okay. So yeah, people are calling him Joshua Cinderella. It's fucking hilarious. Why? Um, <laughs> What's the joke there? Um, okay, so have you seen his Guardian articles? No, dude. I uh, honestly, I have try getting uh, through one of them. Yeah, <laughs> like the newest one. Try getting halfway feeling... fucking through. I'm really interested in your in your guys' take on these. Actually, I sure. should have. We should have fucking. Well, I wasn't even thinking about that. But anyway, like, I should have sent you guys this side shit, and you guys should, like, to re- read this a little bit, and then um, came and fucking, like, you know, that had been funny, because this shit is interesting, and um, I would, I'm interested in what you guys think about it. I mean, I, it's, okay, so to summarize, okay, so neither one of you have um, read it. No. Uh, no. Okay, no. so to summarize a little bit, yeah, he is, like, okay, He's talking about like the fucking right and left bullshit on politics and memes or whatever. And it's like from basically what people's criticisms, what I would say the summary is, is like he's like trying to uh, exaggerate because, you know, there's this exaggeration of how scary and how powerful the alt right is on the Internet mm-hmm. or whatever. Like there's this crazy yeah. fascist force, you know, and they're, they're uh, you know, so, you know, a lot of people believe that this is kind of a fake, you know, uh, like thing by made by the neoliberal uh goons or whatever the neoliberal leader or whatever but um you know he is putting out doing the work for the elites i guess through guardian the guard these a guardian article saying oh look at how bad all these you know all right extremists are you know with uh content and um you know they call him snitch joshua cinderella joshua snitch cinderella basically gotcha gotcha Uh, basically like okay you know uh some idea of you know a snitch i guess you know or you know i guess the thing is, is like guardian articles it just looks real sus i guess yeah i mean the, with the guardian uh their uh their amazing take on accelerationism i mean they oh seem like, christ uh, <laughs> yeah that was a, that was an article it was worse than i think it was Awful. worse than the box article it was yeah it was bad man yeah, it was really um, bad and it sucks because it's still one of the first things that pops up on that. Google if you like look up accelerationism. Um, Let's see here. But um, yeah, no, I mean, so I, I haven't really followed Citarella at all. I just like it's almost impossible to not see his face around. And the way that I've always thought of him from the little bit of exposure that I've had is that he's like the the theory Bill Nye. Does that make sense? The, yeah, he's that, like, that kind he's of like, he's sense. like, he's like, he's like, when you first get into politics or know who Mark Fisher is, or like when you yeah. first learn about the political compass, like the, you know, authoritarian, libertarian, right. You know, left, right, when you first learn about this, okay, Joshua Cinderella is like, right at the door for you right there. <laughs> right, right. The first person like, you meet when you walk in like the fucking haunted house of uh, this horse show. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The haunted house with all the like mechanized all these characters, all like, these Stephen Graham characters, or whatever. He's yeah. the first guy you meet. He's level one, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's Dude. like level one, fucking like low power, fucking low energy, uh, uh, boss. I would love like a Halloween haunted house with like an anima- animatronic Chiorin that just like pops up choking himself. <laughs> that would be so good. Theory Graham haunted house when make it happen. Yeah, GoFundMe, get a GoFundMe going right now. <laughs> I know you were uh, thinking about donating to that cancer uh, uh, survivor, but how about you donate to my haunted house? (laughs) (laughs) It'll be really scary. Um, Yeah, I see this Vox article about, okay, The Guardian, the 2017 one. 
Yeah, that sounds right. Damn, this came out in 2017. Wow, what a trip. Yeah, the last four or five years have been uh, fucking bizarre. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> fucking really Christ. Crazy, yeah. Jesus H. Christ. Andy Beckett, was, um, what kind of fucking... It's not. It's 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 not. I mean, the Vox one came out in 2019, I think. Was it? And uh, it it was like about white supremacist killers going around like <laughs> accelerating the collapse or some shit. I just, so, God damn it. <laughs> I don't know where they got these. Where they got this stuff from? It seems like they just Google. They got it from them. Facebook groups. <laughs> Dude, did they? I mean, I guess they, who, who wrote, um who wrote that siege book? That really weird. Uh, that oh shit. Um uh that i i forgot the name the the, yeah. the nazi thingy uh fuck yeah i, I don't remember i think that i think they got it from from that and then probably scrolled through uh four channel and saw what about and probably read yeah. like nick lands um, wikipedia at some point and then boom oh yeah james mason that's who it is james okay. mason okay okay yeah uh about something accelerating the collapse, and then, yeah, here we are now. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> well, okay, uh, so listen, listen, this is something interesting here. So, please. Nick Land, you guys are fans of Nick Land. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so yeah. here are these racist tweets of Nick Land right here. You know, what are you <laughs> going to say? How are you going to defend <laughs> these? Okay, so yeah, what I'm is like, up with? Like, dude, what's your guys' opinion about that? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't even know if they're real. I just see these screenshots, and I don't. So know. They're real. Like, they're very real. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they're racist. So yeah. Yeah. he's a racist. Okay, racist. just openly, just like, yeah, yeah he's a racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, so there are uh, there there are two two theories in my mind, right? I think Nick is, Land is, is a racist. Oh yeah, actually, that's that's fair. Three theories. <laughs> <laughs> Three theories. <laughs> yes. Um, and this is this is a uh, uh, like Rocco's Basilisk or something. Um, number two, he's just a fucking racist old guy. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Or number three is that he's a genuine accelerationist, and this is him accelerating. Oh, this okay. is him. This is him as a Marxist posing as a right wing racist weirdo, uh, like hyper neoliberal cosmic libertarian, uh, as a way to to accelerate. Uh, which is uh, the funniest option in my mind, but I don't think true. <laughs> I think he's just a racist. So um, yeah, he also do the math. Racist, or... most likely. Yeah. Oh, he used he to do, do math. Speed. He used to do math. What is that? Well, yeah. well, also, okay, so I, I see like little bits of pieces of Nick Land when I'm reading Riding on Drugs. Yeah. And um, which is so fucking dope, dude. Like the 90s mm. fucking like drug fucking the cyber positive aspect of the, oh, the writing. It's, it's it's badass. It's so fucking badass. It, it really is. Yeah. Dude, I I that I, I get like like I wish I was fucking like like yeah, around and like doing shit at that time, like thinking and shit about like I don't know. But anyway, carving pneumograms uh, into the wall. He yeah. pretty much um influenced this whole cluster of people online like the esoteric shit posters who pretend to be schizos and shit like that like right, with all right. the crazy how, how obscure writing he and did, stuff he did math is what it, my, my my question well, well i guess like personal anecdotes right? yeah from his friends he would just write about it and it's in his writing no not really There's, i mean yeah, I, yeah not in like feng Newman or anything but mm. sorry arthur what's up no, um, uh, one of his, like, people that studied under him uh, wrote about how he went crazy, and I think, I don't know where, actually, the meth pipe meme came from, like, uh, but... There's also, that's, like, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Land. One of the one of the things that he said that I think is notable um, was that like he he no longer what what exactly was the phrasing like he disowned all of the writing he did while he was under the grasp of the amphetamine god. Oh my like, god! That's yeah, I remember yeah. that. Uh, so I mean, I he's that. just said it. Um, and which is funny because like all of his good stuff was from when he was, uh, yeah, up, you know? it's like Eminem, oh. like the rapper Eminem. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was, was fucked up. When he was fucked so, up, he was right. Making good shit. And yeah, then right I mean, when he gets you know, sober, uh, he becomes fucking cringe Lord fucking cringe town. Yeah. Your academic and creative work is largely due to your own, like, you know, individual neurochemistry. And so you know, if you're on drugs and making all your good stuff when that's happening, sorry, but that's the brain that's successful with it. <laughs> like, if you sober up, I mean, God bless anyone that wants to go sober, sober, yeah, you right. probably should, yeah. but like, right. you know, it's it's not going to be surprising if you end up quitting drugs and it's like, oh, my brain doesn't work the way it did before. <laughs> yeah, I can't just, a, I can't just stay sad, up, you know? I can't stay up for two sad. days yeah. writing and reading and just fucking just yeah. like sitting in my room doing nothing else but fucking like I love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I don't Land's know. early work is great. It's great. I mean, you read something like um, Con Capital and the Prohibition of Incest, and you oh, yeah. realize that that's crazy stuff that he's writing. And then he comes out and says that it's pretty much bullshit years later. It's like, uh, <laughs> you, you did some great work, and now you're writing this weird. Um, I mean, The Dark Enlightenment was awful to read. It was painful yeah. to read. Now, this is all cope, man. Uh, yeah. Like, it's just, it's oh, horrible. man, I used to be so great, and now I suck. Yeah. So I'm going to say I sucked before, and I'm actually great now. Yeah, I don't think anyone takes anyone takes him seriously. I mean, do you? Do I mean? I know a few actual neo reactionaries, but they're mm. the worst kind of people, oh, in yeah. the worst kind of way. And it's it, it's a pity that this is what this man's intellectual legacy is going to be like. You're going to have the whole um, weird drugged out stuff, and then you're going to have this uh, basement dwelling hyper racist somewhere sitting somewhere in Shanghai under the yeah being owned by the CCP or something like that. You know, it's. it's <laughs> It's and, sad. And, you know, it's uh, may, maybe it would be helpful for, for people who haven't, you know, read a whole lot of land. But in, in addition to Camp Capital and the Prohibition of Incest, I would say that, like, his the trifecta of, of like, really good papers by him, not including Meltdown, because that's just, like, a fun story, essentially. But, it's uh, fiction. It, <clears throat> right, right. Uh, and it's all a little, you know, theory fiction thing. But uh, would be machinic desire on top of that and shamanistic mm. Nietzsche. I would say that can those I, can I, yeah, three papers. Those are great. What's your edition? Making it with death. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, it really unpacks his Deleuzian influences. Right, right. Yeah. So I mean, what what author can like most people think of where you can so easily just belt out like all of their great papers and like have to add new ones? I mean, I can do that with Lacan. I can do that with Deleuze, but like, there aren't a whole lot of others uh, off the top of my mind. Um, he's like extremely valuable, uh, or was. He is. Um, was. And I, but but at the same time, like you know, I, I come from. I'm not sure uh, necessarily how a lot of other traditions do it, but most of my training was in like literature, moving into philosophy and theory. Uh, but the way that we're always trained to write is that, regardless of whether or not someone is has died or changed. Uh, you always refer to them in the, in the second, in the, sorry, in the present tense. In the uh, present as if they're still alive. Yeah, that's the same right. way. And you should, right? And, mm. and so Nick Land, uh, regardless of whether or not he's become uh, a racist idiot, 
uh, neo-reactionary, whatever the fuck he is, uh, Nick Land is still valuable. You know, I, you, you have to, you have to cope with it. You have to deal with it. He's yeah. But extremely. How important. can you like, how can you remedy his, um, I guess his, his, uh, his position now that he's been co-opted by these edge lords. Like, I don't know if you've been on, if you still, if anyone still goes on 4chan now, like on the, the, the literature board. Whenever they talk about Nick Land, it's either people absolutely love him or absolutely hate him, and both both positions kind of suck. Because yeah. on the one hand, he's he's some weird schizo guy, and then the other hand, he's like a weird cyber libertarian. It's it, how, how do you remedy that in your academic writing? Because I, embarrassingly enough, still reference him in my yeah. academic work to some extent. He's in my thesis. Yeah. Is he? Well, yeah. same yeah there you yeah. go cheers to us mm. we're daring but, uh, daring sexy sexy people how do you even how do you, how i knew do you this would be that? a good this would be a good discussion here you two yeah cheers. How, do you, how do you cope with that in your writing like well how do you how do you, I, I, I had to explain to my thesis supervisor um don't google this guy just trust me for it trust my take my word for it yeah i mean all all i did with my thesis was just i, I put in a footnote saying this man has gone off the rails in recent years but it's <laughs> extremely important if we want to be honest with ourselves and you know with the the academy at, at large that we need to consider his earlier work and that it is extremely important and that the i mean you, you kind of have to in some in some situations because i so i did my graduate work at university of chicago which is an extremely um they have rules <laughs> They have a lot of fucking rules, uh, but um, and, and most of them are unstated, right? And so you kind of have to do a lot of maneuvering and arguing with like advisors and stuff in order to get anything done to some degree. But the the trap that I always kind of used was that um, you either have to admit that this person is in some way useful and that um, at least useful enough to be written about, um, mm. or you are. Uh, in in some way acknowledging that they are are uh able to work outside of the academy in a way that we're not able to engage with and the academy is supposed to be able to engage with everything like either i'm allowed to touch on him or outside academics are justified and valid and should exist or maybe uh leading towards like greater importance than the academy itself which is genuinely mm -hmm. in some ways very much true <laughs> but but you know like you need to invite him in by 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 disallowing you know him uh we're just giving him like greater legitimacy it's yeah uh which either way he wins um uh, it, it, it yeah. helps uh, to sneak him in alongside right. uh Deleuze and Guattari. oh exactly what, what yeah. yeah yeah no, no that's that's kind of what i did because so i the the main work of his that i was using was machinic desire uh, and so I, when I did sneak him in, of course I did like that footnote, like I said, but I also snuck him in and is just like, this is the way that he describes the, like the circuitries that lead to these feedback loops. And it's like, okay, well, we see him saying this discrete thing, uh, which is very valuable as a definition, if not like a little mm -hmm. obscurantistic, but still like valid and useful. And then we can get into his like more maddening shamanistic Nietzsche kind of stuff where it's like the a deepening unknowing is the only use of philosophy kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah. Or you could go fully abstract and like rip <laughs> off of them. Um, hyper virus, like all those, those, those <laughs> numbers and stuff like that. Dude, that's, the, that's the cringiest. 
I love it and I hate it that that essay drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, when, it's, like, I don't understand what's happening, right? Yeah. It's, it's dizzying. Yeah, and, and, and every time I'm like, hey, you should read, you know, these essays. So you might as well pick up Ben Numina. But also, by the way, guys, if you're afraid of reading, all of it is available audio on YouTube. There's a robot voice that reads it. Perfect way to have it read, uh, even though it, like, mispronounces half the words. Uh, but it's available for you if you just want to experience the stuff. Let it flow over you. Uh, but, um, uh yeah, what's shit, the deal with that audio books and shit, man? I never really. I was like, man, this is horseshit. Like, this is not. This I actually is not like reading. I don't know, man. I, I was just always like, this is not fucking reading. Reading they're is not what sitting I down. No, they're totally and, different. Yeah. And 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 fucking lo and and looking at the damn thing and yeah, and reading it over, fucking even, you know, like yeah. Um, my my general rule... unless unless you know audio books mm -hmm. would be good for fiction, I would say. That's true. No, yeah, they are a lot better no. for fiction in my mind. I know? highly disagree. I highly really? disagree. Coming from a from literature, because I um, like there's are some, some texts that you, yeah, because I'm I'm reading Ulysses <laughs> right now. So uh, like, nice. just imagine hearing that in an audiobook. It, it's not it's not the same. I I, th I feel like I'm a bit no. of a snob in that sense. Mm. I mean, I think you're definitely uh, I, right about like Ulysses. Like that yeah, needs you gotta, to be on the page. Um, on the page, same thing as well. You can like, read, gravity's you're rainbow, reading all that so much more epic in your mind. I would I would I would guess. But but I guess so, that's kind of ableist, you know. Like, hey, what's wrong with audiobooks? <laughs> you're being you're being ableist, you know. Some people like have. I mean, I, um, I also handicaps love weightlifting, like but some people don't have legs. Like, I'm, <laughs> you know, like it's not everyone can do everything. But I'm allowed to like what I like. Yeah, um, it's yeah, like okay, if you have the option, okay, then this is what we're talking about. The people that have the option, like you know, like okay, you know, fucking right. But, but I have a general rule, and this is how I kind of teach people as well to read through these texts when they're not used to it, is that the, the really important reading is the second reading, right? So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the first reading, I'm actually very open to people using audiobooks for the first reading of something uh, if they want to, or otherwise just kind of rushing through it in a way, so long as they're promising themselves they will get a careful reading on the second round, right? Um, but because that first reading allows you to pick up a lot of the like most basic elements and it allows you to just get it done because one of the things that really paralyzes people with theory um i don't necessarily feel this way about fiction you should just experience the fiction um or poetry or anything like that but with theory uh one of the things that stops people from finishing things is they read two pages and they're like "Fuck, i can't do it or like i'm bored or i need to get some coffee or something and then they never get back to it and they read those first two pages again and again or they like read two pages skip forward read two more pages and like everything's incoherent and so the first reading i generally advise people to just even if you don't understand what the fuck is happening just keep reading things will click more and more into place yeah and finish yeah. the text and then in the second reading that's when you do the real work but i remember yeah, so I, I like audiobooks for that yeah, I, I I tried tackling this uh, Slavoj book. I think it was a Sublime Object of Ideology, and I okay. <laughs> I think I just like sat at the introduction, like read the first like five pages <laughs> over and over again for like months. Right, just like no fuck this, like <laughs> you know, <laughs> like nope. The, um, but, the great uh, thing about reading Zizek though is that once you've read one of his books, you've read all of his books. Okay, exactly. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ouch. That's, they're all they're all the same well he you know he he, well, he, like he even he even admits this himself he yeah. admits this himself yeah. he says you know what yeah like that's a good point like i am i'm struggling with the same fucking question every fucking or you know some of the same problems every book
you know right. like the world hasn't changed i'm still fucking dealing <laughs> with the same shit like gotta hurt yeah sorry I mean, slice you off you think you can get him on the pod that would be pretty cool <laughs> well you know he came on he came on my friend andy speaks pod really yeah wow, um, that's funny. I, I, has, I saw a clip on twitter yeah yeah she has um she has his connected because she even talks about like okay she told me to take this out on the last pod but we ended up not taking it out but yeah. she was like she's like okay here i'll tell you how i got my slavoid connection but you have to edit this out <laughs> and i'm not like the first 10 minutes of the podcast like people are listening to fucking but anyway fucking uh love it you know who i hear is, uh, she would have she would have really oh, like but um yeah i don't think i don't think uh she cares but um uh yeah fucking oh yeah she was saying that um she got her um her uh her connection through doug lane zero bucks oh yeah and um, oh, wow. you know because she's not friends with him anymore because that guy sucks <laughs> hello but, um, zero books readers <laughs> oh, yo Actually, I could probably get Doug Lane on. I'll probably get Doug Lane on and just probably. like really, really beg him and just like, yo, please give us the the the, the Slavoy email. You, you we'll, know just ask Angie. we'll just ask Angie. Just be like, yo, yeah. give us the Slavoy email. I think she got his email or some shit. Boom. Just do that. Email, email Chomsky as well. See if you can get him on. <laughs> you know who I hear is actually like weirdly available and it would also be hilarious because of all the theorygram drama uh, is uh, Benjamin Bratton. Like, I think you could oh definitely my. get him on. Uh, okay, yeah. so I just had on Elena Lang. Uh, um, and, the like, the first half of the podcast, she's just talking shit about that guy. I've <laughs> been <laughs> So, because, like, yeah, I have her on, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, just talk about whatever you want to talk about, you know, like, whatever, you know, like. And she kind of just talking about fucking, yeah, this guy, the whole, like, not, like, I don't know. She was really talking shit on him uh, for a lot of it. Um so and I barely know who the guy is, but uh, yeah, what's he, he wrote the he wrote the stack he wrote the the stack and the, the new normal those two books those are, that's what I know him from right. Are you yeah. guys fans? I, I've never really read his stuff, so yeah. no. Um, every time that he gets brought up to me, though, it's in uh, it's in disagreement with something that I've said. <laughs> so I feel like I, I think probably that's that's be a fan. probably a good yeah right. Uh, but he's but, like one of those uh, PhD academics who like start Twitter beasts with you. And, right, right. Yeah, you know. and he did that Agamben piece where he's like shitting on. Uh, yeah, he's just kind of I, I don't know read it, but he's like trying to attack Agamben about a lot of this like vac stuff and like biopolitics, and it's like, damn, dude, like I agree with some of what you're saying, but you just you keep shitting himself. Uh, I don't know, read it. Um, <laughs> But it sucks because, like, I want to like him because he's actually local to me. And I'm like, oh, man, it would be cool to, like, have a coffee with an academic. I, uh, yeah, I'd doesn't like, he teach but... at Berkeley, right? No, he teaches at UCSD, I think. Um, oh. Yeah, I did, my, I did my undergrad at Berkeley, but I'm done in San Diego now. Um, but, uh, I mean, that's the last I checked uh, is that he was around here. But it would be cool. But apparently he and I disagree on everything because I hate computers. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, what I believe it's something about you know, fucking, he's into like you know, uh, uh, like enforcing more COVID regulations and more like control. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a big part of it for sure. And like, I'm kind of, um, I don't know, my, my views on this are a little bit, uh, a lot of theory grammar is going to disagree with me, but I'm also pretty soft on a lot of my opinions on this stuff. Um, like mm -hmm. I, I am in favor of a lot of these like increased regulations and like vaccines yeah. and things like that. Um, I, I am in fact in favor of them. Um, so you're in the goddamn motherfucking delusing Atari and yeah. society's in control. Yeah. And you're telling me that you are pro vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say it, but, but, but the, the only reason, and like I said, I'm soft on it. So like, I'm, I'm pretty willing to like flex a bit um, and right. like, you know, give this whole thing where it's like, it, treat it like any other vaccine where it's like, you're allowed to uh, write some kind of exception or something, whatever. But, uh, but I am just, I dated a biochemist for seven years. Oh, and God. so my paranoia of got um, your ass, genetics yeah, is no. just, it fucking freaks the shit. It, it, it's a nightmare for me. I feel like we're like, on yeah, just just seeing how viruses, uh, you know, how they mutate over time, and they're like, you know, just <laughs> just the way that these things change and shift. It's like, I mean, this could be a thing that is never really a problem, or uh, we could really let it get worse and uh, becomes catastrophic somewhere. Uh, and you just don't know. You never know. And I'd rather not have to worry about it. Um, but uh, you got the facts. I'm assuming. Entirely. What's that? You got the oh, facts. Yeah. I actually, yeah. so I got, I actually got COVID uh, really oh. early in this and it was a pretty bad case. Like I didn't have to go to the hospital, thankfully, but I probably should have. Like I was like laying there, barely able to breathe. Uh, it was very mm. cool and fun. It actually happened to me on April 1st. So it was like a really cool April Fool's uh, prank on myself. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, guy that's 9-11 today. Hell yeah. God bless. Uh, <laughs> 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 I forget. I totally forgot. But yeah, and and so I got I got COVID, but I still got the I still got the vaccine uh, in the mm. end. But yeah, dude, that second shot beat the shit out of me. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, tell me you 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 people's this takes. I want to I want to hear it. Uh, I I just I recently got my first my first Pfizer. I'm just waiting to see if I'll develop breast tissue. <laughs> but, uh, yeah I, I was really like hoping i'd get one of those blood clots but honestly just like, standing in front of the mirror yeah i got <laughs> got some tits i can be part of the girls now but so far um no no tits so it's kind of a letdown and uh, i just think like i just i haven't had covid so i guess i'm lucky on that part but I, i'm pretty much a shut-in so right uh, I, I'm getting my second um, Pfizer jab uh, next month, I think. I'm, I'm a bit behind, but, you know, I really have no strong opinions on this. I'm, I'm with you on that, actually, yeah. Well, okay, well, I, I guess my opinions might be – I don't – I guess my I – I wouldn't characterize them as that strong either, but they might <laughs> be a little stronger than your guys'. Right. Because cause I'm like, okay, here's You're, the like, thing. Like, we're an expanding, like, state of exception and stuff like that, or you said You said what? worried about like an advanced state of exception like government control and stuff or well okay it's more like well okay so one of the reasons why i started really getting back into reading Deleuze and Tari and shit was because of this covid shit actually yeah for sure okay so this fucking okay so think about this um with this covid shit going down and then when they put all the okay so you know they send the kids home with laptops in every single oh. household, there's a fucking government's fucking laptop 
in all these households that has a goddamn microphone and a and a, and a goddamn uh, camera on it. Right. And these laptops that are sending. So I'm thinking about mass surveillance. I'm thinking about societies mm. of control type shit. Right. You know. You know that's I mean, their yeah, idea. You, you know, fucking society control. You know, they ba- they based it off you know Foucault's idea of like disciplinary society. You know, yeah, right? Yeah. And um, I mean, uh, it's right because like right now there's no kind of like I don't know for a lot of people there's no distinction between school work at home. I know for me personally, I have no distinction whatsoever between these um I guess these spaces these societal spaces. Yeah. But Working yeah, I can definitely home, understand I, I live what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Honestly, there's no escape. You're like. Yeah. The overlords are always watching over This you. is what I think about deterritorialization and shit and like mm-hmm. everything in life colliding into fucking this neoliberal fucking, uh, you know, uh, you know, I mean, cultures I, I, are dissolving fucking the way, you know, our, yeah. our, our, you know, our, uh, our distinctions between fucking work and home, you know, school yeah. and home. I mean, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm, uh, what are we called, uh, the age of planetary computerization, integrated world capitalism, these mm-hmm. networks of these intercommunicative networks where you're unable, literally, you're, um, I know in the in postscripts, the less referred to it as a uh, becoming individual being, uh, um, reduced to these, uh, reduced to like numbers, uh, and your, your entire identities are d- d- um, divided down to these little da- data banks and stuff. Right. So if you're worried about like, um, if you're worried about it, well, it's, it's good to be worried about it, I guess, but like it's already yeah. happening and- Oh know, God, right, I mean, black build. Yeah, that's that's yeah. very much kind of how I feel is that like one of the reasons that I, and I, actually this kind of brings everything full circle in a way, but you know, the whole metaphysics and everything around the Liz and Guattari and, and it makes it so that their work, I feel though it has some pres- prescription inside of it, it is more descriptive than prescriptive. Um, and in the sense that it is describing the world that we live in. And I am uh, both something of a determinist and something that happens with determinists quite a lot mm-hmm. is I am a type of accelerationist. And I'm not going to get too deep into that right now because we have like 15 minutes. But um, but I I am not convinced that there is much to be done. Um, though I think that God. also like rebelling against it is great. Uh, but I don't know that there's much to be done. But I also... Uh, don't think that uh, the government or, or capital, more importantly, uh, needs laptops in your home to do the type of surveillance and control that that would bring. Honestly, them, yeah, you know, no. Uh, I think really. we're already well, dude. <laughs> dude, honestly, well, here's the thing. I it's kind of like okay, the mate when you start thinking about matrix, crazy matrix shit. Okay, like yeah, yeah. it's kind of so complex, whatever. But when I when you start breaking it down to brass tacks shit like that, mm-hmm. like okay, how would we? How would the government actually like listen in on people, and how would they actually physically put these fucking microphones in there? It's not like uh, this magic or whatever, you know. If you actually no, break yeah. it down to, you know, fuck yeah, they might fucking be listening to all these fucking uh, laptops that uh, they uh, give you for work. Because you know, I'm always fucking. I'll be over at my friend's house or whatever, and I'm like. You know, like they be having like their fucking school or their fucking their work laptop, and I'm just like that motherfucker is probably watching you have sex and shit. <laughs> what and I think is significantly drugs, more likely they're going to blackmail you at some point. Right. I mean, so if if my 
and and not that this is stuff is impossible or that it doesn't happen because it does and it is possible i think uh, there's like, literal proof but, that it's happening all no, the time absolutely. they're yeah, selling no. your data and shit like that oh yeah um, they're, they're definitely selling your data your metadata and they're open about it. it's just public information yeah but i think that the the way that they rely on more so because it is more effective ultimately is that we constantly tell on ourselves right mm, like yeah that's that's the more effective way of doing this and then additionally it's you know we don't have i don't think we have enough uh governmental power for something like that to matter much right so if if, if i bring in and i mean not not that the government isn't powerful but if if you look at that Yarvin and uh, uh, what's his book uh, uh, Tucker interview, yeah. Um, if you look at that, one of the most cogent and important points, and maybe the only one, um, but but the most important thing that they bring up over and over again is that the government is so extraordinarily weak, especially the executive uh, branch is so extraordinarily weak versus other things which are checking it. And I'm not just talking about like the, you know, Congress or anything like that. I'm talking, I'm talking more about, about the capital. Senate. Oh, well, the greater forces of capital. capital. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where, where like really the executive branch is becoming like the queen of England, right? Where it mm. can, it can just do figure all these head. things, right? But, but it, it's transitioning more and more into being just a figurehead and it, it still mm. has power, but that power is dissolving more and more. Like, especially if you compare it to like, you know, presidents in the early 20th century or anything like that. Right. Um, and and how the entire government is kind of moving in that direction. And so I'm not so much concerned about a lot of government surveillance or things like that, though I, uh, again, do acknowledge that it is a problem and something to be concerned about, again, as someone that's right. some form of anarchist myself, um, but that, that really the things that we need to be more concerned about are, again, things that we can't do much about. They're things like technology and the way that concrete kind of pours around us in the form of things like algorithms and i think that the real control mechanisms and things we really need to be the most concerned about are the things we're not even doing on purpose mm. right we're doing right. these things in order to you know scrape a little bit of money off of things or like collect data so you can sell it like my job i'm not going to say what it is but i deal with a huge amount of you know people's information uh which my company buys right no uh, and they just buy it because they can you know you can because buy anyone's out information. There. It's just there. Yeah. And wow. then the people yeah, that buy the highest it, sell bidder. It. The highest bidder. Exactly. Or the lowest bidder. Just sell it to everyone. Just sell everyone's and it gets resold and resold and resold. And like I get spam like I this is karma, but I get spam calls like twice an hour, you know. Uh because everyone has my information. And this isn't because of like a secret cabal or because anyone's watching you. It's because you're constantly telling on yourself. Like mm. I gave my phone number to the grocery store. And now everyone has it because be, I wanted two dollars off of steak. Become reducible uh, to like meta that data and metadata. You, you, these control is you are yeah. powerless against these wider forces that yeah. that that break you down and repackage you and sell you and resell you and yeah. constantly. And it's like sorry, it's, it's, it's purgatory. It's like um, hell is not other people. I guess hell is us. You know. And the data right, we right. the data really yeah, hell is data hell is data yeah, 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 yeah communication but, um, data again though like to, just just to say uh i do believe in vaccine exceptions i think that that's something that is um 
if not legitimate, at least has the affect and regime of, of legitimacy. Um, and so I'm cool I mean, are you like guys that. not on, on your Alex Jones shit? You know, I think Alex Jones is a delusion. In some ways, yes. In some well, ways, I'm very much on Alex gay. Jones shit. But yeah, one of the frogs was four frogs. Um, <laughs> you know that shit was real. It's it was real in a way, yeah. It it, it caused hermaphrodism uh, inside of these frogs. Frog, and yeah, then, yeah. There it was, was like real more and more female frogs or like agendered frogs. Yeah, it was this bizarre thing. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, I'm very much a conspiracy theorist in a lot of ways. But I'm a conspiracy theorist in a way that's even more hopeless, right? Black Where, have you guys seen again. the movie Cube? No. Oh, the Cube. Yes. Yeah. Cube is one of my favorite movies. But but there's this portion of it, and maybe this is a good way for like me to start like rounding things out because I have to I have to teach here in a bit. But um, the they're arguing about why they're all stuck inside of this giant prison of cubes full of traps that kill people. It's like an alien thing that like right. they're in or some shit. And they're they're wondering like what the fuck? Where did this come from? And one person's like it's obvious the government and one person's like it's aliens and stuff oh, like right. that and then one guy just walks up and he says no this is a headless blunder and all that happened with this and i i agree with his take honestly and i think that that's what's happening with the world itself where everyone builds a little part of something and they conveniently fit together and so over time because everyone's just doing their little jobs waking up going to their little office building their little part of an algorithm that makes things more efficient um, eventually all this stuff comes together into one giant mechanism and that's the thing that ruins everything and we're already there right and it's just because it's a headless blunder there's no conspiracy and that's what makes it scarier is that it's just us doing us it's us building our own trap because we are a boom yeah. here for that trap uh, yeah, I mean, at weird. least we're ha- at least we're having fun doing it. I mean, yeah, butts on Instagram all day. Honestly, right? <laughs> like you get to see a spare titty or two, and like fuck yeah, take my date as long as I can have one one peek of your titties, man. Just one. Yeah, peek. I mean, it makes it all worth it. Yeah. All the hate. That's what I always tell anti where it's just like, yeah, I know life is bad, but have you ever had sushi while getting hit? <laughs> <laughs> Because if you've done that, like life is worth it. Like I'll smoke uh, a joint. Uh, every every bit of suffering I've ever right exactly every bit of suffering I've ever experienced worth it in that moment. It's a very poignant existential <laughs> question, I guess. You know. <laughs> yeah, as much as I talk shit on existentialists, I ultimately agree with them. I guess. I mean, I feel like uh, you could rewrite the myth of Sisyphus, but like with that <laughs> yeah. sushi in the head. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Instead of pushing up a boulder, what makes life worth living? Getting your um, member <laughs> fellatio with sushi, you know? Yes. Yes. Hopefully she doesn't have sushi in her mouth. It's wasabi in your pee hole or some shit. Oh, <laughs> I'll try anything twice, man. I'll try anything <laughs> twice. I'm a battalion. Actually, that's another funny thing, like to, you know, because we, yeah, always more to talk about, but, um, uh, I, I need to tell everyone, I love Deleuze. I really do. But this is the second name that this account has had. And I just stuck with it because it stuck. It used to be something like the meme mimesis or something like that. I forget exactly what it was. And I named it Dank Deleuze because I read Dark Deleuze and I thought it sucked so bad that I needed to make my, my uh, uh, 
handle a parody of it. And I was planning for it to be a parody for like a day and people would be like, oh, that's funny. No one got the joke because also people don't get like the Darko Subin joke. Um, but but it just kind of stuck. And now I'm the Deleuze guy. And like, I really kind of am, like I love Deleuze, but um, you know, he's tied with a lot of people. Yeah, it's kind of like when I had Fred Hampton as my profile picture, like. Right. It kind of. Is he your favorite forever? Yeah, exactly. Probably not, but you know, up there, you know. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, go read some Bataille. Well, yeah, fucking, um, uh, if you guys want to plug your, plug some shit you guys are working on or anything or, and, uh, you know, put everything in the description, no matter what, you know, but if you guys want to plug anything, go ahead and we can wrap up. Arthur, you got anything? Do I got anything? Yeah. Uh, I, I just want all the uh, shout outs, all the esoteric girl bloggers who follow me. Hell yes. Uh, <laughs> even though uh, um, I don't know what else to do, you know, uh, I'm writing Love a book. It. It's uh, going to be very terrible. What's it about? I hope to. Uh, I, I don't fucking know. Uh, it's <laughs> part of me. It's a good sign. Actually. You know, uh, but yeah, that's, 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 that's all I'm doing. Fantastic. You know? Yeah. Um, just yeah that's pretty much it that's that that's what that, that that's it on my end i think that's you know? beautiful i mean that's that's all you need honestly um so i uh, i got a couple things going on i've got uh you should check out my podcast uh, that i co-host uh it's more politics oriented than anything it is benzo rehab dungeon uh God, check that's us so out dope. everywhere that is dope <laughs> as fuck that's dope um we talk a lot of shit on Jordan Peterson. We shit on Biden a lot. We shit on everyone a lot. We don't seem to like anyone. And uh, Xanax so fucking heads. Z- yeah, <laughs> just bars, that. bars, bars. Uh, you want to make yo? A, yeah, you gotta send me that shit, yo. I, you gotta send me the links to all that shit. Hell yeah, yeah, I will. So I get checked um, out. Yeah, and we'll put it in the description for everyone too. So beautiful. So Ben's a rehab dungeon podcast. Uh, we come out with a new one every week. Uh, also, the uh, most recent podcast. Uh, actually, let, let me shout out have two drug my friends. Podcast, drug yeah, time podcast. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> check check out bringing down the grindhouse. I've worked with them a bit, talking about all sorts of stuff. They do horror movies, uh, and I talk about a lot of literature and stuff with them. Check out Schizotopia for more conspiracy related stuff, and I've talked about a lot shout of the time there. Yeah, shout awesome out. guy. He's great. Um, and uh, my workshop. Uh, it happens every Saturday at 11 a.m. PST. It is Truncata, T-R-U-N-C-A-T-A on Patreon. Um, we talk about literature. We have all sorts of different kind of artists joining us. We talk about philosophy. And um, yeah, it's a really amazing group. And uh, you, can, you can either pay for that and have the money go towards ultimately us publishing uh, something, or you can uh, come in for free and be a freeloader uh, but that's fine because I love you. <laughs> Freeloader. Okay, <laughs> nice. I'm gonna um I'm gonna fucking stop the the <laughs>